You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. I'll copy that at uh, 403 on a fast Friday. It is Race Central, the drive. Now the drive more than ever is our drive for five from three to five every Friday right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports and at RaceCentralMedia.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Race Central. Also like us on Facebook at Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media, Kurt Hansen's Race Central uh, Television, Race Central Car Shows. I mean, you can kind of see the, the theme here. Great to catch up with Angela Savage. And uh, I was telling Sydney during the break, I mean, uh, I watched I watched the crash that took her father's life and, and knew as a young motorsports fan what a big deal this guy really was. I mean, racing motorcycles, a trans, I mean, Indy cars, I mean, everything he touched, uh, he just did a phenomenal draw, a, well, phenomenal job driving and or riding. And if Roger Penske signs you when you're a pup, uh, that, that tells you a lot about uh, what a significant driver and career he would have had in um, Indy cars. He died in 73, and th- that, there was a run there from like 71 to 75 or 6 where there was a lot of really bad accidents at the Brickyard. And uh, <clears throat> it, cost, uh, it would cost Sweet Savage his life, but the Salt Walther crash, I mean, almost killed him, put him, I mean, burned, you know, just horrifically. And, and uh, a lot of drivers that, uh, that had uh, big crashes back in the era, in that, that window, there was a very dangerous window in the time of Indy cars, and to see what they've done now and how safe these cars are. Having said that, the reason Dario Franchitti stepped aside is the uh, the season-ending race in St. Petersburg. My God, it's been seven or eight years now. Uh, the Miami Grand Prix, he crashed and got up in the fence, and and there was a period of uh, four to six months that, I, and I believe that's during the same time his marriage to Ashley Judd was. Uh, coming unglued that and I have I was told this by guys that that uh, were around and very much other drivers that lived in the because they, he lived in Florida that uh, one of them asked him you know how are you doing Dario and he's like I'm not sure this is going to turn out okay and that's that's a quote he had uh, uh, concussion uh, difficulty you know doing everything for five or six months, and, and, you know, when a guy says, well, I'm not sure it's going to turn out okay, uh, but he, he did come off, out of it okay, thank God. But, uh, you know, what they thought might be a permanent brain injury, I can go on and on and on. But the 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 strides that IndyCar has made, and now especially with the capsule, which tragically, uh, I'm not sure the capsule would have saved my good friend Justin Wilson's life, and I took that very hard. I was... I was a mess for at least a month or so. I couldn't even really talk about it in the radio or talk about it or whatever. Um, we had breakfast a couple times a month. We were involved in a couple projects together. And his uh, his uh, tragic death, uh, by getting hit almost right on the top of the helmet by uh, 
a flying piece of carbon fiber that came off the nose of Sage Karam's car and it plopped him on the top of the head. The 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 capsule, in Formula One they call it the halo. In IndyCar it's more of a, a capsule, which I, I like the IndyCar design much better. Um, the halo came about by Kimi Raikkonen getting hit in the head with a spring that came out of a race car in front of him, almost killed him about five, six years ago. And the, the windscreen and or capsule in IndyCar would have completely eliminated that accident. But uh, Justin's death created the 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 capsule or the, the whatever you want to call it now in IndyCar. But uh, the piece came down and hit him really almost on the top of the head. So I'm not sure that, that the capsule would have, uh, or windscreen as they call it now, would have saved his life. But, you know, from, a, from something very bad, something good must happen. And the IndyCar, uh, IndyCars of this era now are incredibly strong and safe, as witnessed by, you know, some of the things we've seen over the past season that uh, people walk away from. It's, it's unbelievable. So, anyway, uh, good stuff. It is Ray Central on the radio, and uh, we'll be talking to 2021 uh, TCR champion, Mr. Michael Lewis. He's been on the program a couple times before. He's a great young man. I hung out with him in Long Beach at the Grand Prix in September. I can't wait to be back there in April as we get back on track of the normal of a normal sea of racing. NASCAR announced uh, today that uh, they'll go back to full schedule, practice and qualify in 2022. I'm excited to hear about that. It's also good news. Uh you know, pretty much across the board, T- TV and radio numbers for all the major race series have been up uh, a lot this year, especially Formula One. I can't wait to see the next iteration of uh, Netflix Drive to Survive as we uh, got one championship to settle. And that will be uh, say four or five races down the road as they'll wrap up the season, the 2021 Formula One season for Stoppin' and Lewis Hamilton. It's uh, it's the V show and the uh, H show. Uh, what can I tell you? It's going to be a great uh, wrap-up of the season. The, this, the season finales have been phenomenal in every category, coming right down to the wire. Uh, what can I tell you? It's time to take a break. It is Race Central on the radio. Hey, uh, Coyote Motorsports, a sh- short drive up I-25. They have the CF Moto in stock. Yamaha's in stock and is 0% financing, too. And go see Brian. Have him show you the picture of the new CF Moto motorcycle. I put my name on one already. You should, too, because it is one screaming machine. It's Race Central at RaceCentralMedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. That is the premier home for motorsports. It's what we do now in our new time. This is Race Central, the drive, 3 to 5, here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports, AM 1600 FM, 104.3 The Fan Channel HD2 and 98.1, and, of course, uh, the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, hey, Michael, you got any more T-shirts for me? Are you there? Hi, Michael. Sir, how's it going? It's Michael Lewis. Yeah, you got any more T-shirts for me? Uh, I don't have any T-shirts <laughs> at the moment, so uh, maybe ask uh, Brian Hurd Autosport. Yeah. Cool yeah. gear, maybe some championship gear even. So, yeah, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Michael Lewis, uh, newly crowned, uh, with his teammate, uh, Taylor Hagler, who was on the show about a month ago, uh, TCR IMSA Championship in 2021. I, the last time I saw Michael, we were doing a TV interview. This is the T-shirt story. Interview with him uh, that will air on Race Central and a couple other networks. Uh, and they were printing these really cool Hyundai Velocitor powder blue T-shirts. 
and I went up to the PR person. That I had to, well, she wasn't PR. She was just with uh, uh, the T-shirt people. I said, I need five T-shirts. So I, she said, really? I said, yeah, I'm not kidding. So I got five T-shirts. So everybody in the crew got a T-shirt. They're very happy. Thank you, Michael Lewis. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like Sunday has a really cool booth. At, you know, like the LA Auto Show that's going on right now. We were at the Long Beach Grand Prix signing autographs, and they literally print these really awesome, you know, shirts, really good quality, so you can wear them around with the race car on it. So, uh, yeah, they're free. You just got to show up to all the events that Hyundai's at. So and, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> your honor. I'm wearing. I'm wearing it right now. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I have a face made for Thank radio, you. so I won't I won't uh, Facebook that or whatever. But uh, young man, um, you know, it, it was a struggle, but you guys were kind of you were kind of the deal to beat all season long. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right, Kurt. Um, yeah. Thanks again for having me on here. So uh, even the Michelin Pilot Challenge, the you know two hour and four hour races that we do uh, on all those cool road courses here in North America. We, we had a. Uh, we had a really good season. We're really consistent um, in our Hyundai Veloster. Uh, we're racing with Brian Hurd Autosports, so um, they're they're prepared really well. So we had like zero failures basically, and uh, Taylor Hagler and I were basically always in the podium positions, you know. So um, we got one win at Lime Rock in the middle of the season. Uh, we had ten races, and in addition to that win, pretty much every other race was a podium. So it was hard for everyone else to catch us. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know that's what I mean. It was like. Um, I mean, at any point, were you guys in the points lead all season long? Yeah. I thought so, it's, yeah. It's pretty crazy. No, looking back at it, uh, I mean, the first race, we finished fourth, so we were fourth then. But I think after the second race, it was pretty much, we were, we were in the points lead. And um, it, it's pretty intense, you know, to manage that. And uh, Taylor's new to new to our team, uh, fairly new to the series. And she she hasn't been racing that long. So um, we were able to, to get the championship with her and, uh, she was super stoked because, like I said, she's kind of you know learning still, um, and she did she did such a good job um, in her stints to be consistent, not put a wheel wrong, and uh, get the car up to the front. So then when I got in, it was a lot easier for me to to battle for the win. So yeah, it was pretty crazy all all season long. We were up front and we didn't really expect it. You know, we were just kind of out there going going for the best we could, and, and ended up being wins and podiums. At any point in the season, did you have enough of a hiccup where you may have said to yourself? Okay, we gotta we, we gotta reset this deal because uh, you know we're we're we had a little little bobble there, so let's uh, let's not lose this yeah. championship. When was that? Yeah, like there's always going to be like a low point. <laughs> if you won every race, you know, ten races out of ten, maybe one of those ten would be not your most perfect race. So uh, there's always some kind of you know point. And uh, one of those races was like three races from the end at Road America and. Um, yeah, we got like 12th place basically. So that was like one of our first, first, um, finishes outside the top five, let's say. And, um, it was tough. Just, you know, we, we tried to risk on strategy. Uh, it was a rain race. We put on slick tires thinking it would go dry. And so we were just kind of stuck at the back on, on slick tires basically. So that race, yeah, it was, was kind of a big blow because our championship rival at the time, uh, our teammate, um, in a different Hyundai, the Elantra and race car, he scored a lot of points. So, uh, it was kind of, kind of frustrating and and i thought it was going to be really really close you know i thought like he gained so much points that uh he would almost take over the lead but really actually we had such a big points lead that it was okay i just put a lot of pressure on myself that i thought it was it was like a dead heat you know so uh, actually we still had quite a big bit of a margin but uh just that one race at road america was uh, the strategy didn't work out and sometimes it happens so yeah these imsa michelin pilot challenge races for for those of you listening is they're pretty crazy um a lot of 
a lot of action, multi-class racing. It's usually raining all the time. I don't know why. Every race of ours <laughs> is like half wet, half dry, or freezing, and, and the tires are hard to get up to temp. So it's a good time to, to race in it, and then also, I think, for fans to watch. Yeah, when you were doing Formula 3 at Memory Stories, this is about when I first met your dad in Italy. Did you race much in the rain? Yeah, so um, race Formula 3, like, like you said, in Europe. That was an amazing experience where I learned pretty much everything. Uh, you know, in terms of driving and uh, how I got the skill to, you know, have like Brian Hurd to call me basically and get on this team. So uh, we raced in the rain like all the time, like testing for for whatever reason, like championships in Europe, especially in Germany, especially if you're in Britain too, always raining. So I feel like, you know, it definitely helps. Um, and yeah, even though maybe it doesn't rain as much here in the U.S., for some reason, our series it does. Uh, you can still go go pretty quick, even if you don't have that many reps. But yeah, for sure, being in Europe and, and always raining at testing, and my engineer is forcing me to go out, you know, even if it's cold, even if it's sketchy, I think it's been helpful. So just been trying to, you know, help Taylor along, and uh, she's doing real well. I mean, again, like she's learning. She's kind of new new to the series, basically, kind of. And, um, you know, all this experience that, I, that I've gained over Europe, I just try to, like, you know, give her, you know, our debrief and everything so she doesn't have to, waste that much time and just get up right up to speed. So yeah. it's been a crazy year, and we, we did it, yeah. Yep, we're talking to Michael Lewis uh, he and his teammate, the Charming. And we had her on, uh, last time we had you on, I think it was a couple of months ago, we had her on just before you, but, um, yeah, Michael Lewis and uh, his teammate, the uh, the Charming Taylor Hagler. Uh, yes, put first the t- female champion. First female uh, champion. Pilot. So let me ask you, Hurt is known as the consummate strategist. Uh, who's on the comm with you guys on a race weekend? Is it Brian or, or who's calling the shots? On our car. Uh, yes. There's four cars, by the way. So yes. On our particular car is a, a bright young man, 26 years old, named Kyle Compton. Kyle is, is what Brian says, is a rock star engineer. He's a young guy, but he's, he's been racing almost like as if he's been racing for 100 years. He's that experienced and that good with strategy. So Kyle Compton is our guy. Uh, Brian, uh, he can make like 80% of the races. You know, he has an IndyCar team and um, has some conflicts. He will be on the radio with uh, our teammates Michael Johnson and Stephen Simpson in another Hyundai Veloster end. So um, he, he calls strategy and kind of does the same thing that he would do in IndyCar, I guess, um, on a different car. But we have Kyle. Kyle is, uh, is really good, and, and uh, Brian and him, I guess, go head-to-head sometimes when we're out there on strategy. So um, that's, that's who it is. So we have a great team. Uh, again, four cars, four Hyundais, two Veloster and race cars. Which Love that car. Cool. Yeah, I know it's like kind of a little yeah. hatch car. That's what we're in. Super cool. It's got three doors. Kind of weird. So if you're if you're like working on the car, you always are trying to open the door <laughs> from one side. You're like, oh, I have to go around the other. So kind of, it's, it's a little annoying, but it's a cool car and really really good in the tight turns. And then we have the Hyundai Elantra and uh, just kind of got debuted here like this past weekend uh, in North America. So everybody sign up to buy that car. It's sweet. A little bit longer wheelbase. Really good in the flowing. High-speed you, turn, sound like so. um, yeah. you sound like a yeah, used man, car so salesman, buddy. You sound like a used car salesman. Go to your local Hyundai dealership. You know? <laughs> yeah. What do you, did you did you go to the John Force uh, PR school or something yes. over there, buddy? I love. I was you. listening to him and recently, uh, and my friend was telling me about him. So I'm just trying to uh, channel my inner John Force. There you even, go. Even when they're when they're you know like saying, "Hey, get off the stage," he's still going. So that's, that's right. You gotta do. We just got to get the hook. <laughs> it's Michael Lewis, uh, your 2021 a TCR champion. We always love catching up with Michael. Obviously, as you can tell, there's no problem getting him out of his shell. And uh, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing you back in Long Beach at our normal date in April, and we'll get some more T-shirts. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll try to get you some more T-shirts. I need them. I need the money. Crew. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe, yeah, you can grab so many, you can give them out as giveaways, whatever. So, well, we, you know, that's uh, not a bad idea, because I have a big Cars and Coffee. We get, you know, a couple thousand people, and uh, that's actually pretty cool. I, I might have to follow up on that. I had a Hyundai Veloster yeah. as a press car a couple of years ago, and, and I go. can tell you, it felt like driving a, uh, you know, a WRC rally car to me. So uh, <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got to go pay some bills here, but uh, tell Brian and everybody and your family, uh, you know, early, happy uh, holidays, and uh, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Uh, don't eat too much. You're, you're awful skinny, so it won't matter anyway. It's Michael <laughs> Lewis. Michael, say hi to everybody uh, back at the fort, and we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a nice holiday season. There he goes, Michael Lewis, right there. You're heard uh, of Auto Sports, your 2021 uh, TCR IMSA champion. It is Race Central. Race Central on the radio, Race Central TV. Hey, watch us and visit the website. You can watch it right there at racecentralmedia.com. 32 minutes after the hour, it is, uh, well, it's me. Uh, it's Ray Central on the radio. In our new time, it's the drive, as we uh, like to call it this time of the day. Uh, three to five now. So uh, mark your calendar, save the date, do whatever you, your jam is. And uh, watch the TV show, uh, Comcast Denver, also Amazon Prime and Roku, and uh, easily found at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, good to catch up with Michael Got everybody on the show, as you can tell tonight, all live wires. Uh, Angela, Michael, uh, Caps is, a, you know, as he's now the elder statesman besides John Forrest and Funny Car. Well, there's some guys around him, but, uh, yeah. oh, man, oh, man. I love what I do. I, this time of the year, I get very reflective because uh, as all the race uh, series start to wind down and all the networks go dark and all the radio shows, uh, not us. So you can uh, tell your friends, you can keep it locked uh, right here every Friday, 3 to 5, on the Blowtorch from Motorsports, AM 1600, FM 104.3, the Fan HD 2, and 98.1. And then, of course, streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. If you're a regular, you know I get the opportunity to drive some pretty amazing cars. And uh, the one I'm driving this week, which I'll tell you about next week, is uh, $105,000 and will blow your mind. And that's a tease. But last week, I got to drive the 2021 Jetta GLI 2.0 Turbo Autobahn. And I have to say this very candidly. There really isn't anything I don't like about what Volkswagen is doing. I mean, every uh, Volkswagen that I have had, I don't think they use the word Farfenugan anymore, but uh, showing my age, I mean, the Atlas uh, Cross Sport, the uh, the Jetta, I just had a Touring, which I'll be talking about soon. They are building phenomenal cars. And the price point, when you look at the amount of car you're getting for the dollar, it's, it's, it's pretty tough not to, uh, to really like, you know, what they're doing. And if you're looking for something, in it, as I say, the, uh, a little sporty uh, four-door zippy car, it's a hell of a car. It's a two-liter, 16-valve dual overhead cam, four-cylinder engine, front-wheel drive. And the thing about front-wheel drivers, years and years ago, they had what they call torque steer at the front. There's none in a Volkswagen. I'm very impressed. This one's got the limited slip differential, all the goodies you could imagine, 18-inch alloy wheels with all-season tires. That's a must here in the mile high. A ton of features. If I read them all off, I'd be here half the night. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. But I can tell you this. 
a hell of a lot of car for the money. 24 city, 33 highway, 28 average. I actually got better in 33 highway. Uh, Five-star overall uh, crash rating, which is fantastic. Uh, The 25 roadside assistance, scheduled care-free maintenance program, a four-year 50,000-mile warranty. Uh, I'm just really impressed with everything Volkswagen is doing because they're they're building really terrific cars. Uh, This one, all said and done, with everything you could possibly imagine, is $31,000. I mean, you know, dinner downtown is $31,000. If you're looking for something that is, we would say, the segment, this is a phenomenal car. And I, we don't have Volkswagen, a Volkswagen dealer sponsorship, but Fred Emick's a good friend. He does a hell of a job. Uh, I like Fred. I like their dealerships. I would say go to Emick Volkswagen to drive one or whoever's closest to you. But it's just for thirty grand. if you buy something else and don't drive uh, the GLI 2.0 Autobahn edition, you're Probably going to kick yourself in, if you don't. If you buy something else, don't don't drive one of these first. It's a hell of a lot of car. I give this thing a big time five star rating, and uh, you know if I was in the market for a new car, I'd, I'd buy one. What can I say? Volkswagen. It's the Jetta GLI 2.0 T Autobahn. Okay, let's uh, get over to uh, some information here that is pertinent to this here radio program. So I, I believe we're going to have Steve Torrance on the program next week, and he is your uh, five-time overall, four times in a row, uh, top fuel world champion. And he actually did it pretty convincingly. Uh, uh, Ron Caps, who's just on the show, won by 37 points over his teammate, uh, Matt Hagan. Now, you know, they went uh, to Pomona with, uh, a, you know, it was close. I mean, it was very, very close going into the season finale in Pomona and Top Fuel, uh, just like it was in in Funny Car. But uh, Stevie Torrance um, managed to put it away. He actually won the championship by 236 points over Brittany Force. But it was a nail-biter. Uh, Mike Salinas, you know, this guy's a hell of a driver and an underfunded team. He won the season opener uh, this past year. And I don't think, you know, and I said it last week, if Mike Salinas wins a world championship, I, I think a lot of people are going to go, hmm, the things that make you go, hmm. I remember that song from a long time ago. So it ended up looking like this. Steve Torrance, Brittany Force, Mike Salinas, good for Mike. Justin Ashley, who's been a great guest in this program many times, went into the season finale in fourth and uh, finished up fourth. So uh, Billy Torrance, Steve's dad, finishes fifth. You got the Capco guys. I mean, his dad taught him how to drive. So, and Billy won a race this year and beat his kids. So that's pretty funny when it comes all down. And Sean Brown, I can't be happy with the sixth in the championship at uh, either Matt Code Tools Dragster. He's starting his own team next year. So that's why I take a little bit, because he's a DSR guy. Uh, I think Ron Caps is going to announce he's going to be a team owner driver next year. And uh, Sydney agreed with me. We both looked at each other after that. And I said, I bet Caps is going to announce this. And Sydney, being very smart, agreed with me. Because you always agree with the show host. She gives me uh, a finger. Not that finger, but a finger. Uh, Antron Brown, can't be happy. Leah Pruitt, soon to become Leah Pruitt Stewart, I think. I don't know. I, I know she's going to get married to him. But she leaves uh, Don Schumacher Racing to go with her soon-to-be husband at uh, Tony Stewart's deal with Matt Hagen. Uh, Clay Milliken, the Hillbilly, 8th. Sean Langdon, ninth, And Doug Collette, 10th. You know, uh, I... I 
it's hard for me to say this, but uh, Doug's time may have come and gone. I mean, they got all the money in the world, and it's, uh, yeah, to see the Coletta guys finish up in 10th place, that can't make anybody very happy, including his uh, dad, Connie. So anyway, uh, that's how they shaped up at the top 10 in 2021 in the NHRA. It is Race Central on the radio. Watch Race Central TV, Denver Comcast, also Amazon Prime, Roku, and RaceCentralMedia.com. On the Insider, RaceCentralMedia.com, back after this. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Hey, here we go, 45 minutes after the hour, as we like to go, last call! Uh, what a great show. Uh, good to catch up with Ron Caps, uh, Angela Savage. That book, uh, Savage Angel, is pretty, uh, it'll, it'll move you. That's for darn sure. And uh, so we had uh, two newly crowned champions, uh, Ron Caps in Funny Car in the NHRA, Michael Lewis in TCR uh, in the IMSA, International Motorsports Association, uh, race series. A lot of, I mean, I say every series so far, we got one to go with Formula One, uh, has come down to literally final passes, last laps. You I mean, you, you name it, um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty been, uh, pretty much been. Uh, you know, that way, uh, as we wind down the Formula One season, uh, I, I don't know what Max Verstappen is thinking, but I don't think he's thinking, but he has been your uh, points leader, uh, throughout the season. And allegedly the next race was going to be the Australian Grand Prix, which has been canceled because Australia has got some serious COVID stuff going on. So there's a uh, three races to go. Sunday, November 21st, that will be in uh, uh, Qatar. Uh, Sunday, November 21st, uh, 7 a.m. on TV. The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, that uh, is December 5th. And Abu Dhabi at Yas Marina, which is the night race, unbelievably spectacular, uh, December 12th. So we still got we got a long ways to go. And then we're not going anywhere. So when you are starting to Jones for your uh, radio or TV stuff, because uh, shame on you, you're not watching Race Central TV, the longest-running motorsports show on television, or listening to this program, no matter how you consume your media. And if you're out of the market, or if you know friends around the country that would, might, well, they would love to listen to this program, uh, reach out to them, tell them they can listen at racecentralmedia.com, the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. You can always watch Race Central TV right there. So that's, uh, you know, coming up on the docket what we're looking at in Formula One, I think it's going to go down. It's going to go down to the last race because these guys aren't done screwing with each other. <laughs> it's just what it seems to be what they like to do. And oh, by the way, the, the, the 2022 season is just around the corner. Now we're going to be your premier home for all news and, and TV content on Race Central TV and interviews and stuff here on the radio because there really is no off season. And we know because we've been doing this for almost 25 years that um, people living the gearhead and motorsports lifestyle become even more hungry for their news when uh, it's the quote-unquote off-season and everybody else has gone dark. So uh, just tell your friends and family to watch Race Central TV. It's, uh, you can watch it anywhere in the country. Check your local uh, programmers for stations and times in your market or, again, right on racecentralmedia.com. But uh, uh, it's going to be, I mean, we're slowly working our way out of this this thing and uh, with NASCAR announcing back to full practice and qualify, that's a it's a great thing for NASCAR. I think that uh, 
as our country continues to to heal and we get better, you know, a better handle on uh, on COVID and what's going to happen, it's going to be a lot of fun in 2022. I'm looking forward. I mean, it's only by the way. So the official start to the racing season is the Chili Bowl Nationals. That is uh, the Chili Bowl Nationals, I believe. Yeah, it is the 12th. Uh, So the 12th, 13th, uh, so on and so on and so on in January. That's not far away. So that's kind of the, the international kickoff to actual global racing. But it's only 62 days for, before the roar, before the 24, which is when all the teams are at Daytona in the IMSA uh, classes and prototypes getting ready for the twice-around-the-clock race uh, two weeks after that. So, I mean, it's going to be just taking a breath. And with NASCAR now introducing uh, the next-gen car, there's going to be – I mean, they've already been on track. They just wrapped up the season, you know, two weeks ago. And the car looks fantastic. I love the new big wheels, the center locking hub. Um, you know, it, it, the car just looks really cool. And unfortunately, um, well, the, the ham sandwich, the Denny ham sandwich uh, spun uh, the first day of, of, of testing, as we call it, uh, at Charlotte. But no harm, no foul. But then Austin Dillon had a huge crash. And part of the des- the design and part of the reason they they have this next-gen cars to actually they're, they're slowing the cars down but they're making them aerodynamically better but they want closer racing not not pack racing but just close racing which i think is a good thing but one of the things they've also uh done now just for safety uh, and and with the new design uh, no more five lug uh you know five lugs per wheel with all the shenanigans we've dealt with with that there's also a new air gun because what they're trying to do is level the playing field. So uh, the, the teams of lesser ability to spend cubic dollars have a more even platform. And it looks like already that in, in this testing so far anyway, unless they're sandbagging, that has definitely happened. And so they now have, and the teams were spending millions of dollars on developing a faster and, and stronger and better air gun. And the, the, the teams that couldn't afford those guns had the same old, you know, janky things they had laying around that they issued you uh, because the air gun technology, frankly, if you can pick up a second or two with a pit stop with the old five luggers, that's a big, that cost, cost Martin Truex a championship. I believe if he, he went in the pits first at, uh, at Phoenix, if he'd come out first, it'd have been a different story. I think he ran out of tires. He restarted fourth. He lost two stops or two positions in his pit stop. And, uh, the reality of it is, if he hadn't lost those two positions, he'd have come out. And Kyle Larson, he would have started in the front row. He started fourth and just uh, ran out of tire trying to get through traffic. And then when he got close to Kyle Larson and almost put a pass on him, I think he heated up the fronts. I thought he was going to lay back for another run, but I think he just ran out of tire. But uh, Martin says it's better to be second than, uh, than not. So anyway, and Kyle Larson Day. If you're familiar with Elk Grove, California, not exactly the garden spot of America, but, uh, you know, it was uh, dearly beloved and, and passed a few years ago. Sprint car driver extraordinaire Eric Clausen, also from Elk Grove, California. But uh, Kyle, Elk Grove, California, it's Kyle Larson Day, uh, Monday, November 22nd. 
and they got a parade downtown. I wish I was back in the Bay for that. Now, I'm sure Elk Grove's changed a lot in the 20 years since I've been there last, but uh, last time I was there, it was underwater. So, it's, uh, you know, a little levee problem there with the Sacramento River. But it is Kyle Larson Day. Congratulations, Kyle Larson. So I think that's about it uh, for Cindy behind the glass, a new master, no disaster. For me, the crazy one, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media, Kurt Hansen's Race Central TV. And certainly follow my, my exploding Cars and Coffee platform the second Saturday every month. We're blowing and going right through winter at the new WeatherTech uh, retail store in Broomfield, Colorado. We'd love to see it. We had a huge turnout. Last Saturday it was a lot of fun. I love doing it. Don't get paid for doing it just because I love being around gearheads. So for all of us right here, I guess I'll see you next Friday before Thanksgiving or something like that. Uh, don't trip to fan out, but trip right on over to Race Central Radio every Friday from 3 to 5 on The Drive here on ESPN Radio and RaceCentralMedia.com. For all of us here, see you next week.